0: This is the Supersport Schools Podcast, bringing you stories of our future stars, powered by Spur Steak Ranchers.
1: One, two,
0: three, go! Hello and welcome to another episode of the Supersport Schools Podcast brought to you by Spur. In this episode, we're wrapping up our ultimate school rugby 15 that we've been nominating players for throughout this season. And you're going to be able to vote in our head-to-heads, which I'll explain in the show, but first, here's the panel you've become familiar with Hannes Nienauber and Sput Smith from Supersport Schools and Tom Pullen from NextGen 15. And I'm Alex White. Sput, Hannes, Tom, thanks so much for joining me on another episode of the Supersport Schools podcast to round out our ultimate 15 for school rugby in South Africa. Guys, welcome back to the show. Thanks for joining me. What's it like being back? We've had a bit of a break.
1: Yeah, it's great being back. Uh, thanks, Alex. It's. Uh... It's been a while. It's been a minute, and uh, yeah, lots have happened since we last spoke. Lots of guys raising their hands, and and I mean, South African schoolboy rugby is just uh, it's just something special. So it's uh, great to be back, and looking forward to the show.
2: Yeah, okay, Alex, uh, good to be back from my side as well. It's um, yeah, it's uh, as put said, uh good talent in our country, and um, it shows in the list that we've we've compiled through the season, and it's nice looking back as well now at the end of the season. Thanks very much for having me back. Always great to be back with this esteemed panel of
3: gentlemen. Um, yeah, so it was obviously a tough time for us to compile this list. I mean, there's just so much talent in South Africa. So I guess from all of our sides, uh, we prepared from the backlash from angry parents and uh, angry pupils for the guys we left out. Uh, but nothing personal, just our own observations. And uh, yeah, i take it from... The spirit which it's intended with, I guess, is would be my message.
0: Great, and we're going to be rounding out the fifteen. All our players per position today. We've got we're going to be doing four players per position to round out that list before voting opens online on SuperSport School social media and Next Gen Fifteen social media. So stay on the lookout for that. But guys, I think without any further ado, let's get into this list. Let's start adding the final names to our ultimate fifteen. And I think starting with number 15, let's hear it. Dominic Malchus, uh gets
1: my vote, uh, the man from uh, Nico Milan. Um, he played for the, for the SA under-18s as well in the international series. Very versatile. Man that can play at 12 and at 10 as well. Um, but uh, yeah, he was really good in that series as well. He's got a good boot in him. He's got a, he's got a really good rugby brain. And, uh, you know, look look out for them for the future. Like I said, South Africans, you know, we like our, our 6-2 or 7-1 split on the bench. So it's important <laughs> that we get some guys that are, that are quite versatile as backline players. And, and Dominic Malkas um, sure seems to be one of them. Um, and doing it out of a school like Nico Milan, kudos to them as well, um, nurturing his talent. So, uh, yeah, Dominic Malchas definitely one for the future.
3: Okay, well, the, one of the players that got got in uh, my vote was Hopeful well, Shingase from uh, DHS. Uh, to me, he was definitely one of the bolters this year. Um, very much, in my opinion, came out of nowhere. Series takes, great spatial awareness. A lot of the, the positive aspects you look for in a fullback, and to me, just a guy that just thrives on entertaining the crowds and really plays with a real enthusiasm for the game. I um, absolutely loved watching him
2: play. Can't wait to see what he's going to do in the future. No, and um, my pick on fullback uh, Yanda Kunene, uh, Maritzburg College uh, had some good games and runs this year. He had troubled uh, quite a few fences with coming from the back. Um, Quite a good speed on him as well, as as well as a bit that elusiveness. I think most fullbacks um, go um, by the uh, try to uh, emulate uh, Cheslin and Colby these days. So. uh, Kunene uh, might pick a very good uh, fullback uh, there from Maritzburg. Okay. Um, well, my second choice for fullback
3: was Gilmer Minto from British Ships. Um I just thought he was absolutely outstanding this year. Another play that's extremely versatile. You could put him on the wing, you could put him at fullback. He's he's even shown himself to have good ability at centre. Um, I think My feeling is that he's going to probably excel on the 7th circuit in the early part of his career before transitioning to the 15-man game. Um, But definitely an exciting player with an exciting future. So keep a close eye on him.
0: Cool, that rounds out number 15. We're going to go now to the right wing. I know a lot of the players, a lot of the time, pretty versatile in those back positions. But guys, if you had to put someone in that position, number 14, what's it going to be?
1: Uh, my first vote goes to uh, Enzo Labaskachni from Paul Gymnasium. Um, another one of those players that is that is versatile as well. Um, played a lot of rugby in the centres as well. Um, powerful ball carrier, uh, reads reads things really well on defence as well. Um, and and he was a, a, a vital cog in that Paul Gym you know wheel that that worked so well this year. Um, the second best schoolboy rugby side in South Africa. Um, so yeah, Enzo Lava Skakni, um, definitely one for the future. And once again, like I said, um, it's becoming more and more important in South Africa for background players to be quite versatile. Um, and it's not just his attacking ability. He's also really good on defense. So, uh, yeah, one for the future.
3: Um, well, my right wing pick was Stephen
1: Brits, um, yet another ball turn.
3: This, I, I love these kids that are bolters that just sort of come out of nowhere. Um, Traditionally, he's been a scrum-off um, in his youth, but he switched to the right wing, and he's deceptively strong, deceptively fast, and he scored tries for fun this year. I think, um, you know, in terms of next-gen, with the permission of Super Sport Schools, of course, we're going to be releasing a, a short highlight video of him. I think people are going to be absolutely astounded about uh, with this guy's natural talent. He reminds me of Francois Hockard, where you've sort of got that ability to be a scrum-off slash wing hybrid. So, very exciting player. I think he's been overlooked, and I think he's going to have a big future in the game if he continues.
2: It's my, my pick on the right wing, uh, Martin Buter from Great College. Uh, Great College um, wings got a little bit less ball in the start of the season than they usually do, but uh, Martin Buter was uh, uh, very good on the wing, uh, a good de- defensive wing as well as on a tick. Um, that he showed in the the match against Paul Ruiz, um, without all the SA schools guys, with all of them out with so really made a step up there, uh, and he had a very solid season. He also represented free state at the academy week as a centre, so it also shows his versatility. A lot of hybrid players here uh, at schoolboy level, and it uh, would be nice to see where they, they make the impact in, in after school.
3: Okay, another right wing that I went for... Um... And although he's primarily been playing centre this year, again, we talk about versatility. I went to the corner centre from West Hall. I remember watching him as a youngster at Hudson Park. He's from the border region. And I, w- I just thought to myself, this kid is just something special. He's got art. He's got speed. He's got strength. Um, and I really felt like he was someone else that has been overlooked. And then obviously the West Hall coaches saw something that I saw that brought him over that side. And I- he's just simply been outstanding. I think he would have been an SS schools contender, but obviously under 19 this year, so it wasn't possible.
0: Thanks, guys. Right wing, done and dusted. Let's go over to the opposite side, number 11, left wing.
1: Um, my vote on the left wing goes to uh, Kian Edson, a man from Paul Uh, You know, they, they had a formidable side this year. It's um, up and down, maybe a season, but Kian Edson was, was one of the one of the outstanding talents in that back line um you know he's he's, he's turn a pace he's, he's an absolute you know superstar in the making and also his decision making has been uh, absolutely astounding at times and, and uh, yeah you know he was vital to the success of Polaris throughout the season um and also uh, maybe a man that was uh, unlucky not to to play at, at the highest level during the year, but definitely one to look out for and and I'm sure you know the the unions were were while I'm truly chasing off them. Okay, um, I went with Maurice
3: Phillips from DHS. Seems like I've got a bit of a DHS bias, but I can assure you I don't. Um, it was just that that back three really produced some absolute magic this year that combined so well together. Um, if I could say one thing about DHS, I just would have liked to have seen them a bit more uh, consistent. But in terms of consistency, I felt the back three was by far the most consistent aspect of the team. Um, Willem's an absolute try scoring machine. Lethal turn of pace. Um, keep a close eye on him. I
2: think he's going to go on to achieve great things. It's, uh, my pick uh, is also Cavani. Um, people might have missed him at the Craven Week. He wasn't at the Craven Week. Um, unlucky not to be there. I think most uh, people in the Lions region would say that he is probably the best centre uh, within the Lions region. And Cavani from JP. He was then captaining the academy squad in the Lions. Won the Academy Week uh, under his leadership. Brilliant um, uh, winger. He did play inside centre, centre at, uh, uh, at uh, outside centre at uh, the Academy Week, but also a player to watch out in future. Um, definitely a guy that um, uh, he can also he can play sevens. He can play. He, 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 he can make it really big. It's one name that I'm definitely going to look out in future for and then my uh,
1: second vote uh on the left wing goes to Jason Ifu from Harshfontein um i know that'll put a smile on honestly nova's face um but uh yeah we all saw that uh, a really special side this year And Jason Ifu a winger with pace a winger with power a great finisher and that's what you want you know it's a, it's, it's somebody that knows how to score tries and Jason Ifu does uh, exactly that he's a uh, He's a try scoring machine, and and he was vital in that Ashmonten side' success this year. Um, yeah, and, and and you know, just just looking at him, you know, he's 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 the he's the finished product. He's a man that knows how to cross the whitewash, and that's the most important thing uh, for a winger is is to be able to score, and he can score from from any situation.
0: Number eleven done and dusted as well. Let's get into the centres. Starting outside
2: centre, Hannes. Uh, my pick, uh, Zane Inry. uh Not the traditional um, outside centre, but he, he did play last year inside centre for 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 Monas as well. And then he was moved to outside centre, a bulky centre. If he attacks the um, the channel there, the outside centre, it's difficult to stop him. It usually take more than one or two guys. Um, uh, Monas are known for having big centres. You think Alcouri um it's 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 not a small guy uh, back in the day, but Zane henry uh, not the most speed for a centre but he did very well in that channel as well as on uh, on attack he was a, a force there for 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 the Wittbiller from fromruggersdorp now then my
1: vote uh, at outside centre definitely goes to Benito Huda, a man from uh great college he played the Craven for free State. And then, uh, uh, represented SA Schools A eh, alongside his, uh, team to from great college with Panamara. And, and it was, it was almost that combination between Kudu and Marva that was so good this year. Uh, Kudu, a multi-talented and multi-skilled player. He's got a good route in him as well. He's got pace. Um, he enjoys taking the outside gap, but he's also got, uh, you know, feet of flames. He's a good stepper. Um, and, and, and a good communicator on defense, as a, as a 13 should be. So, uh, as far as 13s go, I think he was one of the most finished products, you know, in the country. Um, he had his games where he was absolutely spectacular. But even when he wasn't, he was really solid. And uh, that is that is something that, that you know, springs to mind. Um, a lot of times you get these guys who has individual brilliance, but they, they tend to go haywire sometimes. And Fudo not one of them. Was, he was solid um, right throughout the year. And then he had some spectacular outings as well. Uh, remembering one specific game against Uffies, um at Great College, we, we scored a, a few tries and, and and really tore up that Uffies back line. So uh, Benito Fudo gets my vote.
3: Okay. Um, I went to the Ensign Class in the front of Woodland Gladboe. Um, I think everybody could agree that London punished way above their weight this year. I think many people didn't even have them down as a top 10 team. Um, we had them, I believe sixth or fifth ranked in the country this year as uh, in terms of our next gen rankings. And he was definitely one of the key players, um, in the team this year. He's just got an absolutely amazing ability to spot space. Um, He's got pace. Um, he's got the ability to play on the wing as well. This is a beauty that we talk about with these South African youngsters. I mean, these guys can play across the back line. Can be a blessing, can be a curse, because if you don't settle on a lot of position um, for the long term, ultimately you become a jack of all trades but a master of none. But in terms of his ideal position, to me, he's perfectly suited to the 13 role. Yeah. So from talking to some of the Bull and Lundbo youngsters about uh, their teammates, they say that he's got incredible, you know, hits, you know, spirit, and he brings a lot of that to the dressing room, and the guys enjoy being around him. And I think he's, uh, he's got a hidden talent to be a leader as well. So
2: yeah, uh, definitely gets my vote. Talking about leadership, um, good leadership, Ashwin Dalmans from Tadikwa gets my, my vote. Captain of the Dunica side in their hundredth year. I think he's also the head boy, if I'm not mistaken, of the school. Um, played some good rugby, solid in defence at twelve and uh, at thirteen. And in, the, in the midfield, he also played a few games at twelve. Um, a, a proper play on attack as well. Uh, I remember him uh, 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 running through, getting through across the uh, game line of, uh, quite a few times through the season, getting the, his side on on track and on, 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 in attack. So that was uh, good. Ashwin Darwin's also at the Craven Peak Very good player to watch out for in the future.
3: And just to add a bit of trivia, uh, Hannes, uh, we obviously know about his twin brother. who's also another very talented centre. So yeah, going to, going to be interesting to see how they're to build it together.
2: Yeah, no, no, definitely.
0: Outside centre, done, 13, done. Let's get into inside centre, number 12, Sput
1: yeah, my vote goes to uh, Ruben Thompson from Stellenberg, um, the Jade Brigade, as they so affectionately known, the Stellenberg third side. Um, you know what a what a quality outfit they've become under the tutelage of Ivan Beth and 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 his coaching staff. And Ruben Thompson, he just fits the mold as a twelve, as a classic South African twelve, big and strong. I know he's recently signed a, a provincial contract as well, um, and and a vital player in that Stellenberg side this year gets them over the advantage line. He's also a, a quality kicker as well. Um and just just a great all round rugby player. Um and like, like I say, he just fits the mold of a South African twelve. He's a big unit. Um and uh, I, I'm really looking forward to him transitioning into professional rugby. I think he's gonna be a really, really good twelve for 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 many
2: sides to come. Uh, my pick will go to some of the bit um Luwaneli Gaba from Queens College, a very elusive runner with the ball in hand. Um, he's been an integral part of that Queen side through the year, um, getting them uh, across the line and uh, making space for the players outside him as well. Um, uh, that would be my pick. Uh, very good player from the from Queenstown. Okay, well, I went with another bolter. I love these bolters. It's Philip Grunewald
3: from Rus. The kid's basically got tree trunks for legs, built like a brick, brick, you know what? And, uh, you know, when you took a look at what Jerenza Jr. did to his own opponents last year, it's very similar to what Grunewald did to a lot of his opponents this year. He absolutely terrorized on centers this year. Um, You know, some hard tackling, some hard running, and um, I think someone that's definitely going to be a vault in the future. It's going to be a case of, you know, guys talking about, uh, you know, I never even knew about this guy's school level, but trust me, one day you're going to know the
2: name. Uh, my second pick, uh, Daniel Marva from Paul Boys High. Boys High had a difficult season this year. It would have been much more difficult if they didn't have a reliable goal kicker. And Funemarwa was exactly that. At the inside centre, kicking for goal, um, kicking for touch as well uh, some of the times. Van der Merwe was solid in his channel as well. Um, uh, also a player that I, I believe in future could, could make a name for himself um, uh, that uh, Van der Merwe, as definitely boys uh, I had a difficult season but Van der Merwe made it a bit bigger I believe.
0: Next it's the national Achilles heel getting a little bit better at the moment but fly off guys number 10. Let's start with you Sput.
1: Yeah my vote goes uh, to the big left footed Ian Van der Merwe from great college so he was also the sa schools fly-off and the sa under 18 starting fly-off before injury cut his uh, international series short um phenomenal talent, just such a talented sportsman um played cricket for great college's first side for three years as well um and a fantastic fly-off he's probably got you know they say they say when you know guys got a kick like a donkey. Um, or kick like a mule, and and certainly has that. He kicks the ball prodigious distances, both off the kicking tee and out of hand. And he was so vital in keeping that great college pack going forward uh, this year. And, and that was a frightening thing for for opponents. You know, if they didn't get bashed by the forwards, they got bashed by the Funamadovic boot, um, turning them around, kicking it over the wingers. Um, you know, he kicks a Gary Owen, and it comes down with ice on it. Um, and yeah. Yeah, and to the end of the season, he really became confident. And he started running, you know, running the ball as well a lot better than at the start of the season. Made his tackles, and uh, definitely one that is, uh, you know, on 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 the radar of many unions. I know that he has signed um, a contract, I believe, to to go play at the Bulls, if I'm not mistaken. Um, but he'll he'll play he'll play pro rugby
2: pretty soon. Now, my pick, um uh, Nick Allen uh from Uh Nick Allen had his second season within the first team. Um, he, he had some struggles early on, not not too much with his goal kicking, um, and not, not as much as Lani Leboek. And um, he, he, after uh, being with the Bulls at the Craven Week, even at the Bondedag, um, he, he lifted his goal kicking. I think he didn't miss a lot. If he missed one or two, from there on in during the season, um, it, it would have been a lot. Gabrielson was good from the tee from then on. Also, helped from to, to the title, their first since 2017, 18, 17, I believe, in the um, Nordfall Trophy, the SDC Nordfall Cup. So, Gabrielson uh, gets my pick. Uh, at okay. Uh, well, I
3: went with uh, another D- DHS player. Uh, I'm from the Eastern Cape, by the way, guys. I'm not from KZN. A lot of people think I'm from KZN. I've got some bias or something like that. I just had to put that out there. Um, But look, Dino Bussek has been one of the most entertaining flower loves I've seen in the last couple of years. He plays with a cool, calm, collected confidence, but he's, and I don't, you don't hear, you'll never really hear me describe this word when talking about rugby players, but his style of play to me is like a thing of beauty. You know, it's just, He's graceful in attack. He's, um, you know, his ability to basically open up space and his passing ability. I mean, he's just a he's just an all rounder, and I am super super confident that he's going to go all the way in the game. If Marnie Limbock becomes a you know becomes a Springbok, there's no doubt to me that uh, Dino Bursa can definitely become a Springbok
1: one day. My uh, second vote that fly off goes to uh, LJ Peterson from Paul Ruiz you know um we spoke about the big boots of Ian Sanmer but uh, LJ Peterson also has a as a great boots on him um but the thing that impresses me about Peterson is the recognition of space both um in kicking out of the hand and also on attack he really recognises the space he plays these these uh, fellow backline players into that space and and if the space is not there then he just creates the space um, so fantastic footballer, as uh, Doc Craven would have said, um, LJ Peterson, um, definitely one for the future.
0: That's the backline sorted. We are going to get into the forwards in just a couple of moments. But remember, we're putting together the ultimate 15 and it's going to come down to you. You're going to be able to vote in our head-to-heads per position to decide the ultimate player per position for our Ultimate 15. All the details for voting are going to be available on Supersport School social media and Next Gen 15 social media, so make sure you check that out and get voting. But we're going to take a quick break now. When we come back, we'll get into the forwards. This is the Super Sports Schools Podcast. Bringing you stories of our future stars, powered by Spur Steak
1: Ranchers. One, two, three, go! Spur back bacon is like having fillet for breakfast. Because back bacon has more meat and less fat. And
3: we grill that back bacon at 350 degrees. Then serve it with two large eggs, golden chips, grilled tomato, toast and jam. And at only $49.90
0: for our Unreal Breakfast. Why not bring the whole family? Spur, people with a taste for life. T's and C's apply. This is the Super Sports Schools Podcast. Bringing you stories of our future stars, powered by Spur Steak Ranchers. Let's round off the back line now with number nine, Scrum Off. Anas, do you want to take us off?
2: Yes, uh, my pick uh, would go to Brooklyn Newman, uh, Scrum Off of Fontaine start the season, his replacement scrum off back up to Zian also still great 11, um, also made the essay under a uh, squat sevens uh, proper. He was at the Craven week. He even filled in that fly off when Nick Allen gave Wilson was injured uh, in the beginning of the season, uh, a proper versatile scrum off and um, yeah, good on attack. He has some, some calmness about him that, uh, uh, makes him a very good player on attack for Hartfontein and, and brings some calmness there. Uh, but um, a, a player to look out for next year as well at schoolboy level. My first vote at scrum-off
1: goes to uh, the man from Grey College here in Bloemfontein, Christian van der um Had a really stellar season, got rewarded for that um, by uh, playing for the SA school side and also for the SA under-18 in the international series um yeah he's just such a brilliant rugby brain great link between the forwards and the backs which is obviously his primary role um got a great uh boot on him as well um and he's very nuggety he's explosive he's got great upper body power thanks to a, a stellar water polo career in high school as well um so he was one of one of the you know glues of that powerful great college side if you can put it that way um christian van is gets my first butt, and, and it'll be interesting to see how his career develops.
3: Okay, um, I went with Ziki January. I hope I'm saying that name correctly. I'm from Port Roos. Um He reminds me so much of Herschel Janshi's when he was at Port Roos in terms of the style of play. You know, not a bigger scrum off, but extremely quick. Some sniping runs, crisp passing, passing ability, everything that you look for in a scrum off essentially. Um, but overall game management um, is something I think is an area where he showed maturity beyond his years. I think if there's an area that he could slightly improve in, maybe it would sort of be, um, you know, the kicking aspect because he's a natural runner. So it's not really a criticism of his game. It's just that he's more of a running uh, scrum off. Um and a distributing scrum off and a kicking scrum off. And we know the way that South African rugby structures are working now in terms of the kicking game So I think once he gets that aspect of his game sorted out, he's a bit a complete package.
1: Um second vote at scrum off goes to uh Jean Lewitz, the man from Paul Boys Eye. They had an indifferent season, uh, did Paul Boys Eye this year. It's, it's been well documented. Um, but he was really brilliant for them. Um, his understanding of the game is top notch. He's got a great boots in him, and uh, so many times it was it was his pressure relieving um, that uh, uh, got boys out of trouble. And also on the attack, you know, he really keeps uh, defenders busy around the fringes. And it uh, will be interesting um, to see where where his future lies in the game. But uh,
0: definitely one uh, to keep your eye on. Backline done. Time to get into the forwards, and we'll start at the back of the scrum with number eight. Anas,
2: oh, my pick, uh, Barry Van Heerden from Marlow. Look, they make them tough there in Craddock. Um, it's all in that region of the country, it's uh, tough guys coming from there. Um, Barry Van Heerden was uh, uh, exceptional for Marlow during the season, they had a very good season as well. He reminds me a bit of Warren Whiteley, uh, his running style and how he plays. But he's hes probably, I think Warren will um, excuse me if I say Barry is a bit harder than him um, coming from the, the Craddock region. Um, but yeah, Barry van Heerden uh, gets my pick. He was um, in the Eastern Province squad for the Craven Week as well. A um, uh, Very good player at sevens as well. Um, so Barry van Heerden uh, gets my pick at number eight. Okay, so I went I went with Ruben Kruger from uh, Port Like his namesake,
3: a very, very strong uh loose forward, great in the carry beat. Um, but in terms of the most, one of the most impressive aspects of his game to me is just a, the amount of gas in this guy's tank. He just does not stop. I mean he's a, like he's an absolute machine on the field. Um always always there in terms of the breakdown and also a very physically strong player. I believe he might be a
2: grade eleven as well, so we're going to be seeing a lot of it next year. Rest assured. Now my second pick goes to Aiden Norris of Bishops. Uh, not a player that I've realised early on in the season, but he was impressive at the Graven Week for Western Province, and he he was um, a, a solid number eight for for Bishops. Uh, not even just solid, probably more than solid uh, for for Bishops during the season. Um, a a tough, tough, as nails. It, you don't really get uh, a, a lot uh, uh, out of the, the. If I if I can say it, out of the English schools, number eight, the Nick Costa probably the last one out of bishops as well that made it into the West Province Craven Week side. So uh, harder nails. Aidan Norris um, was proper at the Craven Week, one of the top performers. They um, helping Western Province to retain their unofficial title at the Craven Week. Add
0: I take no offense with you mentioning it coming from uh, an English school, just the the bishop's part that's where crossed cross the line But, uh, um yeah
1: my voted eighth man goes to Aubrey vanneveen, the captain of uh, Fontana High School, um a classic number eight, a man that roams right across the field you know, doesn't shirk his responsibilities on defense does a lot of carrying. Um, a man that uh, uh, played two years in the in the first side, and uh, Aubrey Fonaveste is one to watch out for. Uh, you know, he's not your big bruising number eight like uh, a JJ Tron, but uh, the role he plays is different in that Charente outfit. and And he was rewarded as well by being selected for the Blue Bulls um, at junior level. So a fantastic year for the Charente captain and for Charente rugby in general.
0: We're going to go into the flanks now, starting on the blind side, Tom.
3: Okay, my first pick was uh, toy from Belgium. I don't think you can talk about any dream team um, in terms of use forwards without mentioning any of the Belgian players. Um, you know, Peter Rousseau has absolutely drilled these players into an absolutely lethal unit where... As individually, they might not be the best in the country, but as a unit, they're unstoppable. Um, You just take a look at the sheer amount of turnovers, not only from them, but also from the other players on the field. But, I mean, it it, it starts at the in terms of the turnovers with the new sport um, combination. And Lowe has just had an outstanding season. Um, Very underrated player, very overlooked player. And um, I think he's going to go on to achieve great things.
2: Yeah, my pick on on the blindside flanker Christian Stein played on eight as well for Albaica, captain of Albaica. He was was just not just the influential captain for his team. He was the influential player. When Christian Stein was not in the team, Albaica struggled to get over the advantage line. They were a bit more in trouble, a bit more haphazard. But with Stein there, a much more rounded outfit than Albaica, it helped them to get into the 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 semi-finals of the SDC North Cup, and and Steyn being there on attack, a brilliant player, I think he's also going to be a good seven player, a ball in hand, he can be destructive, uh, as well as on defence, he makes good tackles on um, working hard to get to the uh, to to the breakdown points, uh, far away when the guys spread the the, the ball at schoolboy level, they spread it much more uh, easily to the wingers, so, uh, um, uh,
3: Christian Stein gets my vote. Okay, my second vote went to possibly the most underrated player in the country um, at the start of the season. Not many people obviously heard of him. Bato Eshlekani from Graham College. What an immense season his youngsters had. I mean, he came from, you know, Graham is a proud school, uh, you know, in terms of rugby tradition, but certainly you wouldn't call them a South African powerhouse. Um, Bato showed at Craven Week, and now I am being biased from being from the Eastern Cape. To me, that, that Eastern Province team should have been in the final of uh, the Craven Week against uh, Western Province. I think it would have been a far more competitive game. Bato was absolutely outstanding. And then he showed it just was, I mean, you get so many players that perform at, at, at very well at Craven Week, and then they can't make the step up to the SA Schools team. Bato was one of the outstanding players in terms of the SA Schools team. Against South Africa, schools a against the French, against the English, he was absolutely outstanding. he's an is a physical specimen, and he reminds me a lot. He reminds me a lot of a young Ciaran Khaleesi when he was at school, where he's just absolutely dominant in the carry. Um, and you know, if you get tackled by him, you know you've been tackled by him. Um,
1: then my vote for for blindside flanker has got to go to Keegan Scores, uh, the big Bruiser from Great College a man that uh, got rewarded by being selected for the Free State Craven Week side as well. Uh, and he was absolutely monstrous right throughout the year for Great College. Got them over the game line with almost each and every carry. Um, didn't shirk his responsibilities on defense. A uh, powerful at rack time. And, uh, you know, it was so it was so special to see when Great College played Paul Roos in their final game of the season. It was scores who moved from seven to eight to replace JJ Tron, who was, of course, on duty for the SA Under-18 side. Um, And then at the game, Keegan Scholes scored a couple of tries um, and was absolutely monstrous for Great College, um, getting them the win in their final game against Polaris for the perfect season. Um, So Keegan Scholes perhaps underrated, especially at the start of the season, but at the end of uh, 2023, the whole of South Africa knows the name Keegan Scholes and everybody who played against him. Can, can probably still feel the short the shoulders of having to hit him time and time again. So Keegan scores, expect big things for him next year.
0: Thanks, guys. That's blindside done. Let's go over to the other side, round out the pairing with open side flank.
2: Who have you got for us, Hannes? Yeah, um, one of my favourite players at the Craven Week. Uh, I did see him earlier this year um, at the Rame College Festival, the fury from artist Daniel Pino. But he didn't impress as much as when he did well, of the Craven Week. So at the Craven Week, him and was a uh, he, they were demolishing uh, opposition. position. Uh, Free State will know, first day of the Craven Week, um, the veteran for uh, the Slikani was the main forces behind um, uh, getting Free State in trouble and uh, getting uh, EP to be unbeaten at the Craven Week as well. Okay, my my vote
3: at to open side we to Tristan Ardo from Michael House. Um, I named him in my one hundred to watch this year. Um I think Michael House had an absolutely extraordinary season. Um, you know, there's been a few lean years, but the win over Hilton's been fantastic. I'm not the most popular person at Michael House right now because I ranked Hilton um, above them in terms of the eastern region rankings. Um but at Certainly doesn't mean that I don't rate the team. And Tristan, to me, one of the absolute workhorses of that team, I think he's an incredibly talented player. But it's, I think the most impressive aspect of his game is his rugby IQ. The, the guy just has the sixth sense where he knows where to be and his reading of the game is extraordinary.
1: Had an open side flanker, vote goes to Jeff Winveso, the man from Otanikwa High School. Another side that had a really impressive season in their centenary year was Otaniqua. And Vesso was a big part of it. His he's carrying is he's absolutely unbelievable. He understands space. He doesn't run straight at players. He runs at weak shoulders. Um, also a very, very accomplished sevens player is Jeff Wien And a big reason for the success of Otaniqua in 2023, though, of course, only really lost a great college of Garsfontein and, and drew to Paul Jim, a very powerful Paul gym side. But Vesel was right at the forefront of that and uh, one for the future for sure and uh, looking forward to, to seeing him grow into the
2: professional ranks. And then my second pick at open side flanker, Divan Brits, probably the most underrated uh, player, if I can say. People uh, probably um, preparing to play Gars Fontaine would have not meant too much notice of Divan Brits uh, beforehand, probably at the end of this season. Uh, but Brits... He's so versatile. He even played lock. He was pulled in as lock at the craving Week for the Bulls. Played there as well. Played as flanker. Um, hard worker uh, and and at the breakdown as well on the fence. Uh, uh, definitely one of the players, uh, top five players in in the Huffington, uh side of this year.
0: Thanks, guys. Let's get into the locks now, starting with number five. I'll come to you, Tom. Okay, yet another DHS player,
3: but well-deserved. <laughs> I don't think many people can disagree here. It's Fyrej Um Well, one of the most impressive aspects of DHS is year was their back line. I think their forwards, especially their top five, I think were very, very underrated. Um, he's a line general, very physical, an enforcer, but extremely athletic at the same time. I definitely think he's a very, very interesting player to keep an eye on in the future. I'm not sure exactly where he signed um, in terms of his pro uh, papers, but just keep a very close eye on him.
2: Yeah, my my pick, uh, Michael Fashfeld from Paul Boys Eye, while Tom was uh, working on his um, honour at DHS. Now I'm um, So, yeah, <laughs> as, uh, Michael Fashfeld uh, has been. Uh, it's it's hard work coming in for Van Jaden Pretorius. The parts that he, he's been injured, Fashfeld has been um, uh, very good for ball boys eye in the lineout. Hard worker uh, off the ball, um, definitely a player to look out as well in future. For I vote at number five, lock,
1: another man from Otaniqua High School, Jaden Tower Potchita, nicknamed uh, affectionately Tower, as he's two zero one meters tall in his socks. And a great exponent especially at line out time. You know, almost in that victim Matfield sort of mold. Um, a great competitor on on opposition's throwings in all throw ins. And uh, also a man that uh, got himself across the park, did plenty of carrying, but uh, most especially it's, it's how impressive he is at line out time and, and at the taking of kickoffs. Of course the length helps, but uh yeah, it's the... A man that's already got the length and, and and the skills to to progress into the pro ranks um quite comfortably. So it'll be interesting to watch him in a couple of years' time. Okay, then
3: my second pick at Locke was uh none other than Mono Stopforce from Grade College. Um very interesting player. I first noticed him probably last year at the World Schools Festival in Thailand, and I thought to myself that this kid's definitely got something about him. Now In terms of, um, you know, size, he's not exactly like a traditional giant, um, you know, in terms of the physicality and all the rest of that. But for want of a better word, he's got that sort of like Afrikaner strength, that dust strength, you know what I mean, where it doesn't matter about the size, it's like the guy could be twice his size, he's being driven back, that's what's happening. Um and he's incredibly tough as well. I mean the the, the Hamilton boys loose trio last year was incredible and he fronted up to them physically with absolutely no problem. Also versatile, so he can play in the back um in, you know in the back row as well as Locke. Um but I definitely think he's probably gonna be more likely to have a future in the back row. Um and also a very, very talented sevens player. So let's see where he should, well, like where he goes in the early part of his career, whether it's sevens or the 15-man game. I think it's going to be interesting.
0: Five done. Let's finish off the locks before we get to that front row. Number four, Anas.
2: My first pick goes to Neil Hansen. Another, I'm going for both boys' high locks in my uh, uh, picks. Uh, Hansen has been also good this season. Uh, in, a, in a difficult season for boys high, but uh, have been a standout player. Uh, uh, definitely a player to look out as well in, in future For Okay, uh, my pick, went to? Zuko Possova from Salborne. I think Salborne would admit
3: themselves they had a very disappointing season according to their high standards. I think that a lot more was expected of them. But the Eastern Cape scene's becoming a lot more competitive. For Zuko, to shine like he did this year in what was arguably one of the weaker years for Salbon as a team, says a lot about his ability. I think he did extremely well at Craven Week as well, where water definitely weren't at the usual best, unfortunately. Um, and he got rewarded with the SA School's um, A selection, I believe it was. So it just goes to show you that it doesn't matter about the team performance around you if you play if you play to a certain level people are going to notice you And from my understanding I believe that he's heading off to Western Province to continue his rugby education um, and I think it's going to be uh,
2: a great start for of a great career for him now my second pick will go to Swart of Altmaar uh, that Almaar pack was um, very good this year Swart played an integral part in that pack of forwards. you can also run with the ball. Um, he's almost a hybrid between Bucky's and um, and Victor Matfield, so um, uh, the locks are getting uh, uh, better and better as um, it is with um, uh, how their role models have been before. So yeah, Ulrich Swart, uh, hard as nails as well, but can also run with the ball. Um, I've seen doing uh, uh, linking up with the backline as well, passing there. So a very good player uh, uh, from Helpies at number four lock the vote goes to Jacques Bouta from Monument
1: or Monas as they are affectionately known the Wittbilla um power 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 that's what comes to mind when one thinks of Jacques Bouta he had an incredible season for Monas and, and so often they produce these barnstorming forwards and, and Jacques Bouta just another one in a long line you know he, he complimented to Ulrich van der as their number 5 lock who played for the SA school side as well and the SA under 18s uh so it's uh, what well, it was a really impressive season. His carrying ability, ability to get over the game line was so important for Charles Van and and the Monash troops. And uh, he's one to keep your eye on is uh, Jacques
0: Boerter. Right, guys, to finish it off, we're coming to the front row now. We'll start with Tighthead, and I'll come to you, Tom. Okay, uh, my first pick is Ryan Jack from Boeruers. And it's just amazing with Paul Reuss is that
3: it doesn't matter what the years, you just know that whoever's playing tight is going to be exceptional. They've got an amazing ability to produce high-quality tight and Ryan is no different. But just, I do think he received his national cutters as well. Um, so it just goes to show you how highly rated he is within the system. Uh, not too sure exactly where he continues his rugby education, but uh, if he's senior years, anything to go by, expect some
2: uh, you know, big things coming from him in the future. Yeah, my pick, Leeton John Clutter from House Fontaine. Lytton has uh, um, become, a, last year he was played a lot from the bench for the first team, he was part of the cranwick team for the Bulls, um, but he has grown so much uh, from last season to this season, become a solid scrummager, um, good work in the line-out, supporting as well. Vital part of that Gass team is their lineouts, out yeah. um, And as well, I saw him even got time from the tight head to get in a few runs through the season. Not a lot for a tight head prop. If you get a five-meter run, it's stuff you talk about uh, in your 30s um, later on. And uh, Peter definitely had a season that he will talk longer um, in future But still. Okay. Um i Second
3: pick for Tate was Ikona Maxeguada from Weinberg. I do believe he might be an under-17 player. Now, traditionally, with this list, we try our best to keep it to under-18. So you must understand, if an under-17 player makes the list, he has to be something special. Already at Grand Como last year, you could see there was something special about this youngster. Expect him to basically walk into the SA school side next year unless something extraordinary happens. Played
1: very well at Craven Week, highly rated player, I think one for the future. Vote goes to Alfie Holm, man from Paul Boys Eye. Now so often we speak about the first responsibility of a tight head is is at scrum time, and and that's where Alfie Holm also excels. Um powerfully, sturdily built, not the tallest fellow in the world, but uh, you know, had a great season anchoring that boys eye scrum. Got himself across the park as well, um, putting his body on the line on defense. So Alfie Holm, and once again, one has to say, unfortunately, in a in a yeah, that didn't go the way of Boys' eye first side. He was one of the shining lights in that team uh, alongside players like John Lewis, uh, we also mentioned earlier. So Alfie Holm, for his hard work, he gets my bow.
0: Cool. Thanks, guys. Continuing in the front row, let's go from tight head to hooker. Anas, start
2: with you. Yeah, my pick, Ruan Valmon from Helpercar. Uh, he's a live wire hooker. Um very, got, got his team, a solid ball as well from line-out. His line-out throws, his scrum work very well, but he can mix as well. He reminds me a bit of Lucas van Bion, uh old Springbok hooker. Um Yeah, but well not a proper hooker. Uh, definitely going to play some uh, senior rugby uh, in the near future. Then that uh, hooker, my first vote goes to
1: Imani Pemba, the man from Gray High School, where captain he also represented eastern province craven week and uh, the sa schools a side as well as the sa under 18s in their series against uh, france and england and it's his composure that immediately springs to mind he captained the gray high side as well as the eastern province craven week side and a true leader on and off the field but also so accurate come line-up time gets himself across the park makes a couple of turnovers and uh, you know, it's, he almost reminds one a bit of Pulisi uh, in the way that it, he gets his troops marshaled and, and playing as a unit. So, first voted hooker goes to Imani Pemba from uh, Gray High School. Okay, my pick was Justin Amos from Rondebosch.
3: Um, played Craven Week for Western Province. He's had an absolutely outstanding year. Been one of the premier hookers, not only in the Western Cape, but in the country. Um mm-hmm. Actually, named him to our Western Region Team of the Year. Unfortunately, I listed his school as Weinberg by mistake. So uh, you can imagine all the Rondebosch boys being extremely happy about that mistake. But, uh, you know, mistake happens with these type of things. But yeah, very special player. And, um, you know, from my understanding, I think he stayed in the Western Cape to develop uh, further in terms of his rugby
1: career um, and expect big things from him. Our second vote, Teruka, goes the way of Garsfontein's David Lottering. Uh, Lottering was absolutely superb. One of the shining lights in that Garsfontein outfit. A man who specializes uh, at turnover time, you know. It's almost lost count throughout the season how many turnovers he has made. Um, also a, a destructive carrier. A low center of gravity. like a real hooker. Uh, reminds one almost of Akit van de of The way he's bustling runs... Uh, you know, kept the fences busy. Unfortunately, he was already an under nineteen player this year, so he couldn't play uh, representative rugby. But uh, in that Charsfontein back, he was he was one of the true leaders and a big reason why they uh, were so highly rated and had such a great season in twenty twenty three. So the two votes are okay. Mani Pemba, Grey High School, and the and Charsfontein.
0: Great guys. Then we've come down to the last player to end it off of our ultimate fifteen. To watch I think we're gonna go
2: to you, Hannes, for Lucid. Let's end it off. Yeah, um, my Lucid pick, Ranon Fouchier, also a guy that played last year he played lock, like Jan Hendrik Vessels played in uh, lock before making the shift to Lucid Pro. Um Renon Fouchier has been really well in the shift, even his scrummaging is um very well. Um, uh, at schoolboy level for for strumaging um, and it's difficult to make that move from lock um, and uh, Fushia has made the Free State Craven Week side. I think he was probably one of the better players at the Craven Week for Free State. Had solid performances in all all his outings there. Um, definitely a player that um, has grown throughout the show At uh, loosehead prop, our vote has
1: to go go to PY in Corsi, Quebeca. Uh. The little pocket dynamo from Maritzburg College. Um, who will ever forget his, uh, his performance against Great College at uh, the Villaclava Tournament. One of the big reasons why Maritzburg were in that game for about 60 minutes. Um, I beg your pardon, I said at Villaclava. It was, of course, at the North-South Tournament, um, hosted by Peter Rousseau, uh, where Maritzburg pushed Great College for the majority of the game. Uh, Kubeka is one of those uh, props coming out of KwaZulu Natal. They've they've turned into a prop factory, with uh, players like uh, Kubeka, Letemba, Mfupi. Uh, the list goes on, you know. But uh, Kubeka, almost in the mould of Chair, not the tallest head uh, around, but uh, really gets across the park, does great work in the scrums, uh because of his length, gets under his opposition. And uh, a true standout for me in, in schoolboy rugby in 2023, and definitely a player that can go all the way. Um, and it'll be it'll be interesting to see how he further develops next year as well, and uh, what is in store for him when he finishes the school eventually. But uh, Py and Corsi are my vote at Lucet Prop.
3: Okay, yeah, my pick was Cibar Boy and um, he was a player from Zone lelo which I definitely have butchered in terms of the name, but um, an Eastern Cape boy, you know, from my part, of the, my part of the world. And, you know, to come from a school in the township and basically show your ability to such an extent that you get selected to Craven Week. And then at Craven Week, perform to such an extent that you get selected for SA Schools A. I think it was SA Schools A or SA Schools, I can't remember, but he did receive his national cutters. So, just the journey in itself is absolutely inspiring, obviously. And it just goes to show you that in terms of talent identification, especially when you take a look at a lot of the schools on our list over here, um, is that it's not necessarily only the big schools where the the talent comes from. And what really surprised me was during Craven Week, just how dominant he was in the scrum. If you think about the resources available to him, And especially as a prop, we know props need a lot of food. They need a lot of feeding, you know. So once this guy continues in his rugby journey and he gets into a great union with a great infrastructure behind him and he gets fed properly, he is going to be an unstoppable player in terms of the front row. I'll definitely see very similar attributes to someone like Trevon
2: Youngkane. I think he's going to go extremely far in the game. My second pick at Lucid prop. The Timba Mafupi um from Glenwood. I've probably also butch- butchered that um uh, Tom. But yeah, um Mafupi has um he's a guy that loves to when he kick that ball onto the arm, he likes to run with it proper loose head prop. Look at loose head prop is he's a, a center in the in, in the body of a tight head prop. So um <laughs> they love to run with the ball. Um but also he he, he can stand more than his ground in the scrum. Uh, so definitely a player, exciting player to 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 watch um, during the season, and definitely a player to watch out for in the future as well. This has been the Super Sports Schools podcast,
0: bringing you stories of our
1: future stars, powered by Spurs Steak Ranches. And now the
0: podcast from Joy.